you're doing all okay. It's been a long summer, a very long summer, but it's okay because soon enough is going to begin. I don't know whether the, the my Wi-Fi looks like it's around tonight. I mean, this is going to be a crazy probably first episode that we've done. Um, I have no idea if this is going to work. I mean, it feels like forever since we signed off after talking about the NFL draft and the stuff in April. Sky, Johnny, I hope you've had a good summer so far. I mean, we had a massive heat wave. It's now gone absolutely horrible outside in the last few days. But there's one thing for certain. We're, I think, Johnny, we are all looking forward to the NFL season beginning again. May everything's grim at the moment, isn't it? The weather, um, your Wi-Fi, um, yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's it's just building up. We're just getting ready for September. Cannot wait. I'm finally back in the back in the zone after watching a bit of preseason football last week. Um, bit more of that to come this week. Looking forward to, but yeah, it's the competitive games that we can't wait to get started. So, yeah, really looking forward to digging a bit deeper and and, and getting getting back into getting back into the zone of of just talking non-stop football for. Uh, three, four months of the year. I feel like I've been a bit unplugged recently, Sky. Me and you have been touring around London, doing all sorts of events that a lot of people have been watching on our social media channels, our YouTube viewership has skyrocketed. I don't, it's probably going to skyrocket down once they see this first episode, see all the <laughs> ifs, buts and maybes about the recording and the, the hilarity and the comical value, the knowledge maybe. I feel like I've been a bit unplugged with the NFL. Are you go? Are you good to go? The season start back up again. Yeah, I think good to go. We've done a few fantasy mock drafts. Like you said, we've had a few events. I feel like um, as soon as August 1st rolls around, and obviously, as Johnny mentioned, we've had that Hall of Fame game. Um, Jets doing what they traditionally do, obviously, starting the starting strong. Um, so that was nice to see. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think I'm ready. Looking forward to September now. Yes. I mean... Uh... Yeah, me me as well. I mean, it's it's just coming around so quickly. And today we're going to be doing uh, our first of our, season, our divisional reviews that we're doing. Uh, it's going to be the AFC and the NFC North that we're starting off with today. I suppose the AFC North is where should we start with. I'll go to Sky to begin with. We talk about his four teams, some of the acquisitions, how they're going to do in the season. Maybe a bit quick because we want to get both divisions in within a nice amount of time for you. And I hope you do enjoy it as well. So we'll begin with straight away. I mean, Sky, do you want to pick the team that you want to start with? I suppose that's fair rather than just giving you a team. Uh, yeah, I feel like I'll go for the obvious one. And I don't know, actually, I've said the obvious one. I'd like to start with the Ravens. I think, mm -hmm. you know, from when I've looked at the AFC North, nobody has won it three years in a row since the Steelers won it four years from 94 to 97. So there's been a change in champion every two years. And I think everyone's talking the Bengals up, but this Ravens offense is sort of bound to open up with getting Aglahor, OBJ, obviously the drafted Zay Flowers, They've got Orlando Brown signed on the O-line. So I think even though that run game is still going to be a committee as always, I think um, with change offensive coordinator as well, like the Ravens are really primed to have a good year. So I'm excited to see how Lamar does. Excited to see a bounce back for Mark Andrews and um, really sold on him having a good 2023 season. That's the first slip up of uh, NFL being a bit unplugged, mate. Orlando Brown did play for the Ravens. He's actually just signed for the Bengals. It's Ronnie Stanley. I mean, that, ah, that's the point number one to for the summer of NFL and all these movements. I've I've been doing the research. <laughs> there were so many players. I was like, I didn't know he was there. I'm sure he was on. We've got it gone. At least I've got the receivers, right? They have got Aglahor, OBJ and Zay Flowers, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. three out of four. Average so. shot Bateman. Shop Oh God, I don't even know. Yeah, Duvernay is probably still around. Devin Duvernay. Yeah, you know, with the linemen, they all start to, you know, they're all six five plus. As long as they do their job, 
I'm sure, you know, John Harbour will be happy, right? So, yeah, yeah we'll see how Orlando gets on. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, yeah, the Ravens have, have made a fair few moves this offseason. Uh, their draft was uh, definitely good. They went the exact way that we thought they were going to go. We're going with wide receiver in the first round, and that's with Zay Flowers. Uh, like I said, a lot of debate whether that was the wide receiver they should have taken. I mean, they were in the mix at that time where a lot of wide receivers were going. So um, it'll be really interesting to see what happens. And really, Johnny, what we really hope for is a full season of Lamar, right? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the, the the thing that I'm looking forward to seeing most from than the Ravens is, you know, the 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 change and evolution of, of Lamar. Obviously, the the change of coordinators. So we're perhaps going from a, a run first offense to you know a bit more of a pass heavy scheme. Um, you know, they've brought in obviously a lot of noise about uh, Odell, and you know you can kind of harp on about the money, the the injury issues, the age. Uh, but he's undoubtedly on his day one of the best uh, receivers uh, in the NFL. So I'm hoping he can he can step up and, and, and prove that with with Lamar. I'm, I'm, you know the the, um, the potential for a, a huge partnership is is really there between those two. You know, two great characters of the NFL. So yeah, I'm really looking forward to that. Um, yeah, you know this this offense Lamar is 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 possibly my favorite you know athlete to watch on his day um when he you know really gets gets into that so not just as, as a runner but we, we we've seen time and time again that that, that he's a, an able passer and i'm hoping to see a little bit more of that this year um yeah like we say that the young receivers obviously bateman from last year say flowers they brought in uh, this year i'm really looking forward to seeing and yeah i think it's just it's positive from the ravens they've been um you know probably the 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 most in the headlines team in in this in this um AFC North this off season so yeah let's hope they can they can back up the noise with a with a good 2023 you must agree he's gone quiet i suppose we'll stick on with you Johnny and talking about the 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 next team, or is that, is that, did I have a massive lag there? That's okay, that's fine. Um, <laughs> we'll move on to the, uh, whatever team you'd like to speak about next, Johnny, whether it be uh, whether it be the Bengals, my Steelers, or possibly the Cleveland Browns. Yeah, I think you know when I was looking at the the team, I think this the this this deep division is is possibly one of the the most. I mean, you can say it about anyone, but I, I really do think the the FC North can be one of the most competitive in in. Um, in 2023, and I think the team that has made the most improvements this this off season is is, is your Steelers, um, and I think they really are, you know, the the the, the, the team to watch in in the division. Not just because I think they've been placed as uh, an underdog in. Um, you know any sort of betting, um, um, you know stakes for uh, to win the the division, but you know they they have a second year quarterback who showed signs that he he can potentially be um, a solid NFL starter. Um, went on a good streak last year towards the end of the year, so something to build on for this year. Um, and I think you know they. they it was, it was obviously a difficult year moving on from, from Big Ben um, in 2022, um, but you know they were an incredibly resilient team. Um, dealt with a lot of injuries to, to some of the big stars. Um, they've been able to keep those uh, together and build on those with a terrific bit of recruitment in um, in the draft um, and in free agency. So, yeah, this is this is looking like a really strong young. Um, you know, really attacking side. I love 
the the you know who they've been you know they tied down obviously Highsmith uh, this year really really liked him last year he had a, a bit of a breakout didn't he um, and you know him alongside um, T J Watts makes you know and that you know that the the, the defence just goes from rare really I think Cam Sutton's might be a big big loss um, in the secondary but um, but yeah easily replaceable. Um, and yeah, on offense, um, like you said, one of the one of the the the, the young emerging talents um, across wide receiver. They've got a lot of young names who we're really looking forward to seeing um, a completely revitalized offensive line. Um, and we know, you know, the struggles that um, that line has had um, over the last couple of years. So I'm, I'm hoping that um, they can find the feet and, and really get that run game um, back. Um, Back on, you know, uh, uh, you know, a solid, solid front because they they have the potential there. So I think the pieces are all there, and I'm just looking forward to seeing I- improvements from your team. I think, yeah, like I've said, that they've, they've got an exciting roster to build on, um, and there's yeah all the hallmarks for for a decent season. Yeah, I couldn't agree more as a Steelers fan. So, but I mean, I've got a bit of a better setup than I maybe did last season with the franchise <laughs> podcast. I've got a certain. Cam Hayward up now, certain Troy Polamalu and a certain Najee Harris all in my little uh, little bit. And also, actually, Elite. right next to me, which, which is, is is not exactly, it doesn't look great, but behind all this bubble wrap is a very, very new, about double the size TV that I have right now that's waiting to go on uh, on my wall, which I'm very much looking forward <laughs> to watching a lot of NFL and a lot of Steelers football on next season. Um, but yeah, we're wait, wait, waiting on that for a few weeks until we get that up and uh, up and going. That and FIFA, I suppose, is going to be the hallmark of this new TV, which I'm sure my partner will be ecstatic about. But yeah, I'll, get, I'll put my 50p and over Sky Spurs over the Steelers due, due to being a Steelers fan. Um, yeah, I think I think we are sneakily, weirdly, an underdog. Maybe not an underdog for the Super Bowl, but we are an underdog to actually do well in this division this year. I think we've really... This is the first season for me in the last few years where we've really addressed our weaknesses. I mean, we've had a few seasons where I know what our weaknesses are, but I don't believe really we have addressed it properly and informatively. This year, we've gone out and got Broderick Jones. We've got, got Joey Porter in the draft. Um we got a decent backup tight end, Darnell Washington. We have Keanu Benton, who got drafted as defensive tackle as well to be that cover underneath of Cam Haywood. We went out and got Patrick Peterson. Yes, there has been some losses, Cam Sutton. But then we also re-signed Alex Highsmith, who in the first four weeks of last year led the league with sacks because TJ Watt wasn't there. They said that maybe he wouldn't be as as be able to perform at a high level, and he did. He, he performed at a fantastic level across the league. It's all down to Kenny Pickett. Um, and as all that is for a, a quarterback, but it's not a rookie anymore. It's going to be his first year. But let's be honest, it's going to be his first full season. He's not going to be coming halfway through the season like he did last season with Mitch Trubisky starting for, for a good portion of the season to begin with. He can really make a, a hallmark and a stamp on this team and have a, a full season of making connections with Deontay Johnson, Pat Fryermuth, um, George Pickens. Um, and, and also getting this offensive line more improved is only going to help Najee Harris, who again has a bit of a, is in a bit of a prove it year, really. Um, and a lot of running backs, hopefully with the right attitude and a lot of players in every position, actually, to be honest with you, it, with the right attitude are going to have prove it years this year. There's a few players who do stick out in my mind, but we'll go into probably throughout the divisions as we're talking about these with the build up to the NFL. Um, but yeah, we, we've really got a chance this year to, to 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 put some people in their place. A lot of people last year were like halfway through the year, you, you, the first time you're going to go under 500. Guess what? We were still 500. You know, we we really are 
uh, I think a lot more of a top team than people realise. I'm not going to say, you know, we're we're in the chase with Eagles and the Chiefs and the Bengals. I don't believe that at all. But I think we're very much underestimated by a lot of teams. The problem is every other team is getting better around us. You know, we don't have as many... There's not as many weak teams today in the NFL as there was week one last year. And that's where it's going to be hard for the Steelers because we need to get onto that next level. And certainly Kenny Pickett needs to push on to that next level. So, Sky, I'll move back on to you. I mean, you've got the Cleveland Browns and Cincinnati Bengals to choose from here, man. I mean, you could talk about Orlando Browns, Cincinnati Bengals or I'm too, Sean Watson's. Too scared about Brown after realising he's gone from <laughs> Ravens, Chiefs and now Bengals. So, I'm going to go I'll go with the Browns. Mm-hmm. Um, I think How are you feeling really, about them? I think it's a really intriguing season for them because mm. I know Deshaun Watson, before, you know, everything... He was a top five quarterback and I'm really curious to see how he is this season. I mean, if he can get to even, I'd say 60, 70% of his potential, I think, you know, with how good Nick Chubb is, obviously we saw he's had a lot of love, right? He was leading the league in what I think, uh, rushing touchdowns, offensive player of the year, honours, um, fantasy football, everyone's all over him. Kareem Hunt has obviously gone elsewhere, so... He's literally the the main guy on the offense. But like even in the air, they've obviously, as as Johnny will know, they've got Elijah Moore over from the Jets. And he had a really good first year in New York. He dropped off touchdown-wise last year, but still had similar yardage. They've got Amari Cooper, Peoples-Jones. Um, I'm not saying the Browns are going to be a playoff team, but I just think they're an intrigue one where you'll see many different previews of people putting them as maybe anywhere from like five wins to sneak into a wildcard spot. And I think all of that falls onto how Watson plays. So I'm really interested to see how that unfolds. I couldn't tell you where I, I still would say them and the Steelers are fighting for third. Um, but yeah, I'm just intrigued to see how that sort of plans out. It could either sort of all blow up in their face or I feel like have a really good bounce back year, but who knows? I mean, that's one of the biggest things I'll agree with you straight off the bat is I've said this a million times on this podcast and I say this a million times since now. I'm guaranteed to say it a million more times on this podcast. NFL is such recency bias and we completely forget, all right, he had a year off. Well, a year off and some, you know, with with also other things involving Deshaun Watson. But when Deshaun Watson was playing his height in a really poor Texans team, like, I mean, way poorer than this Browns team is. He was a top five quarterback. He was he yeah. was elite. He was the next big thing. Now, if he bounces back onto that, he could be that again. Do, do you agree with that, John? I mean, I don't get... I think it's obviously because he's been a very bad person in real life, but people are not wanting to support Sean Watson. I'm not mm. saying I want to support Sean Watson at all, but we've got to give his playing credit for what he's done so far in the NFL. It's still, it's still such a young age. Yeah, I mean, obviously, he's such a, a polarizing figure um, for you know everything that surrounds surrounds him, which makes which makes I don't I don't know it's it's an interesting one because his emergence from his suspension was so mediocre. His play was very erratic, um, and th- there wasn't much to get excited about that. And from you know from a neutral and from I suppose. Yeah, I mean, the, the entire front, the entire prospects of the the, the Cleveland franchise, uh, the the regime is, is dependent on how Deshaun Watson um, performs because of how much they gave up for him. So, I mean, Kevin Stefanski, he may have led the Browns the the first win 
in um, uh, first playoff win in, in in what over twenty five years, uh, just a couple of seasons uh, seasons ago against the Steelers. He's probably the most the the the, the head coach with the most. Or he's, he may be on the hot seat the most. I'm, I'm, trying, I'm trying to say that you know he it's a really make or break year for him. Um, even though um, I think that fans will will respect him and um, you know regimes will respect him for for what he's achieved. But they gave up so much to go after Deshaun Watson, and obviously he showed the Texans that um, he was you know like you say a top five quarterback in the league. But already this season, we've already had conversations about whether or not he's the guy. There's been a lot of noise. I, I, I mean, I'm not buying into it at, 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 at this stage, but there's been a lot of noise around um, the, the the new rookie, Dorian um, uh, uh, Thompson Robinson, um, who you know was slightly impressive in the playoff win. I don't at all expect any sort of change this year but um but yeah he, he it's it's a huge year for Deshaun Watson he has to prove he has to get that negative energy that's um um you know on his back um off it with with some with some um you know some some stellar on field performances so you know I can't tell at this stage whether or not it's, he is going to be a success because because of that pressure, because of the the negativity that surrounded him. But of course, he has the talent. It's, he's just got to he's got to you know nail down. And um, yeah, the, the 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 Browns have got such a um, uh, an important year, I'd say, this year um, in in front of the form, not just on on offense but on on, on defense as well. They were poor last year. They've got so many stars um, uh, on this roster. Um, but it really just hasn't hasn't worked out. Dorian Thompson Johnson. I'm sure that's his. Uh, let me, it's let me, DTR. I remember people keep saying DTR, he, DTR. Are you talking, talking about Donovan, 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 yeah, Are you talking about Donovan Peoples Jones? No, 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 no. There's, there's, there's a new. So yeah, um, like this has gone right. Yeah, a new, yeah, the, a new no name that's coming to the league. <laughs> it's a bit of a mouthful, but yeah, Donovan Peoples Jones. Yeah, I, th- I, so thought, that the, I thought that was the. I thought that was the car from Back to the Future. That's what I thought you meant for a minute. I was like, I don't know what this guy's talking about. But you made some great points. I shall have to check out the 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 Dorian. Um, Cincinnati Bengals, back to business as usual. They will be looking again to top the division to go straight through to the um, playoffs again and to be in the hunt for the Super Bowl once again, Sky. But this year, they're going to be about one or two really key players. They've lost both safeties to free agency. They've both gone. Um, they did draft some guys and they're hoping some guys will, will step up into that game. But are we expecting more or less the same for the Bengals this year as they've been producing every year as Burrow is on track to in his mind, try and take over that number one spot in the league uh, over Pat Mahomes. Yeah, obviously, and I think that's why he's pushing to play week one, right? Even with this calf injury, obviously, in Jamar Chase, he'd rather him rest up. But I think he's probably reaching that point where Josh Allen was a couple of seasons ago, where he wants to out-duel Patrick Mahomes. And I think the advantage for Joe Burrow is he's managed to do that in a couple of their head-to-heads already. So if he can get the Bengals to a Super Bowl, obviously, that puts him in the, the conversation right up there with the best quarterbacks in the league. Um, they've obviously still got one of the best trios of wide receivers in the league. Added the rookie running back to go with uh, Mixon, deciding to stay because no one else wanted him. So I think it could be a, a decent <laughs> running back uh, duo going there. Um, I just think I know a touch upon again saying the re- the reason I looked up that stat about how often it was that people and teams had won it back to back because I feel like the AFC North is always changing. It's known historically for being such you know defensive 
division, hard fought division. And I think as as talented as the Bengals are, um, it's going to be really tough. Like, you know, you hear in all sports, when you win a division title or a Super Bowl once, to re-motivate yourself to do that again, I think three years in a row could be a big ask for the Bengals. I don't think it'd be a point to where they'd miss out on the playoffs. Um, but with two divisional games to start their season as well, they're really relying on Burrow to be healthy by week one because playing Cleveland and Baltimore back-to-back, you know, if they don't have two good results, that could have huge implications come the end of the year as well if it comes to sort of tiebreakers and stuff. Yeah, it, it sure will. And um, I, they're, they're going to be in the hunt, I still think, but I think you're very right about the AFC North. It is so... It can be so different year on year um, and, and change up so much. And it also only takes one injury. It only takes one injury. And we don't want any players, top players, or any player, let alone top players in the NFL to get injured. But there's one injury and anything anything can happen. You know, that, that just as the Baltimore Ravens, they've been in with the clinch every year and the Mars got hurt and they've seemed to have dropped off every year. Um I'm going to move on to the NFC North because I think we you know we, we all feel very much the same way about the Bengals. So I won't pass it on to Johnny just yet, but I will pass maybe on the NFC North to Johnny. So a division obviously with the Minnesota Vikings, the Green Bay Packers, the Detroit Lions, Chicago Bears. Well, I'd actually have four very interesting teams this year and a division that is going to be is going to have a lot of viewers this year. So what team would you like to start uh, start off with talking about? Yeah, Matt. Uh... Mad off season for the the NFC North teams. Obviously, mm. a lot of noise for various reasons. I'll start with the Detroit Lions. The um, the hunted have become the hunters. They are what the favourites <laughs> to, to to win the division. Which I can understand. I mean, they, they, in my eyes, they still have the biggest point to prove of any team in the division. Obviously, you know the Packers have a new quarterback. The Vikings, you know, were. Had a really good record last year, but can they back it up? And obviously the Bears with with um, uh, with Fields, but um, but yeah, I I feel there's an expectation now on the Lions to be a playoff team and be very competitive, um, which you know it's a team that is undoubtedly has a lot of up upcoming talent um, across the roster. We've seen um, you know how explosive some of the, the players on offense have been. Jared Goff stepped up last year and um, they've got a lot of yeah, young talent. Um, they've addressed some of the needs um, on defense. So yeah, I think that, you know, for all we hear about, you know, the grit of Detroit, I think they need to prove that they are winners this year. Um, you know, the, the Dan Campbell leave leave it all on the field um, uh, run through a wall for your teammates sort of mentality um, is you know that's exactly what people play and love sport for um, but that just it just needs to translate into um, you know more effective uh, maybe game planning um, I'm looking forward to you know seeing some more of the the, the play calling improve. Dan Campbell improving as a head coach. And yeah, I, I, I'm really excited by, by the Lions. I've, you know, they've done a lot of business that, that, that sort of gets you very excited for. You can throw questions at um, uh, the, where, um, the the position they drafted, Jamal Gibbs, very exciting player. They've addressed their secondary, gone out and, and, and spent a lot of money on that, doing that. Um, that was their biggest weakness last year with, um, you know, they did they have, you know, one, one or two um uh, yeah, I think they were number one or two worst defense in in the um, in the NFL last year. So they they have a point to prove, um, 
And yeah, I'm thinking I'm backing him to do so, to be honest. Um, I, I like the Lions. They're very similar, I feel, to the Jets. So yeah, I'll um, I'll stick with them. And um, yeah, let's let's uh, let's hope we see some positiveness in in Detroit for once. Sky, will the Lions roar, or will it just be a gentle purr? Um, they haven't won it since 1993, so I guess they do. <laughs> yeah, they do. Right. They very much do. <laughs> they do one. Um, I think arguably this division is probably one of the most wide open because people talk about the Lions and the Bears, but they've been historically so bad. And it's been dominated by the Packers winning eight of the last 12 NFC North titles. Vikings have thrown a couple in that as much as people want to hype them up, there's always that concern, right, of can they actually do it? Yeah. But I think considering that the Lions went on an eight and two run over their last 10 games last season, Goff had 29 touchdowns, seven picks. He, I think he's he's still young as well because people he's been in the league for so long now. I think people still forget that he's, what, 27, 28. And he's made a Super Bowl. And I think he gets a lot more criticism than he probably warrants. And I think with the weapons they've got and the running back uh, situation that Johnny touched upon, I think adding Gibbs and Montgomery is that one-two punch is an upgrade over um, Williams and Swift. I think they're in a good position and I would make them the favourites. It's just obviously where they haven't won it in you know, 30 years, people are going to be like, is it going to happen? But I think if there's ever a year it's going to happen, then Dan, will, Dan Campbell has him in a position to do so. Hmm. He's just got to take the opportunity for sets in, in, in front of him, doesn't he? Um, Sky, I'll pass it back on to you. Uh, you got the Lions, the Vikings, all the Packers. Which one would you like to pick to talk about quickly? Um, I think I'll go with the Vikings mm-hmm. because everyone now loves Kirk Cousins, right? We were talking before <laughs> about the court. We were talking about it before, yeah. Um, I think it was it's really shot him in a good light and showed the work ethic that he puts into the quarterback position. I think we saw that him and, admittedly, as I said before, I'm only four episodes in, but it seems like him and Kevin O'Connell have a really good uh, rapport in terms of that coach-quarterback relationship. And I think with the adversity he's had to come over being drafted in that same year as RG3 and then winning that job in Washington and then sort of everyone questioned, you know, he can't do it in prime time, etc., um, he put up some big performances last year and, you know, that the big comeback win, Thanksgiving win over the Patriots and, and stuff like that. And I think in a contract year, I think he's going to thrive. They've added um, Addison alongside Jefferson. I think that the run game will be strong. In turn, I know everyone's talking about Madison, but they've got a couple of other running backs in there as well. I think they have a good committee. So I think of all the teams that are in the NFC North, the Vikings will be the ones that will push the Lions. And I think, yeah, they'll they'll have a good season. My thing, Johnny, with the Vikings was I always thought they're on the destined for greatness, but they just can't win the close games. And yeah. I think what makes the team great is winning the close games. And they went from, I think, the 2021 season being on the wrong side of them games to the 2022 season being on the right side of their games. There's a lot of people say there was, you know, only a touchdown or less in a lot of games for the Vikings. It was the same for the Lions and the Lions were on the wrong side of it last year. continues and that 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 trend of, of, of being on the right side of them scores will happen still yeah absolutely and i think um yeah i mean you, you've hit the nail on the head they they you know went was it 13 uh, and three last year uh, but you know most of them games were you know one possession scoreline so they they 
Or a team that can stay in a game, but they're a team that, you know, potentially can't see out a game as well. So I think they've made, you know, a few changes already um, uh, this season. They've, you know, replaced the the old defensive coordinator with uh, Blaine Flores, a former uh, Dolphins head coach. Um, I know he spent time on the, the Steelers a few years ago. Um, yeah, last year he was the line. Oh, last year, this was, yeah, this was. So yeah, he wasn't yeah. defensive coordinator there, was he? He was just part of the. No, he the, was a linebackers uh, coach. Yeah, that's it. Okay. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm I'm hopeful that you know he's obviously um, was, was at one point a well a very well thought of uh, head coach. Um, I'm hoping he can bring you know a bit of experience to um, you know the defensive side of things because I think that's where you know the um, uh, the the, the uh, struggles lie. We know how explosive they are, or could you know could be on offense with uh, Justin Jefferson. They've you know obviously swapped Adam Thielen for um, uh, Jordan Addison, but uh, but yeah, I think having a, a you know a strong pass rush um, that that takes a lot of responsibility off what was quite a mediocre secondary last year. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm hoping that you know uh, Donald um, Hunter. I know he signed a, a, a new deal, a new big deal um, for this year. Um, I'm, I'm really hoping he can get back to his best this year. Um, so so yeah, I think I think it's just you know fine margins for the Vikings. I you know I, th- I still think there are a few pieces missing, but they 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 have some superstars in in that team that um, that yeah can can win them games on their own. So um, you know in those those tight games that you you, you mentioned. You want um, um, you know your 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 really um, you know the trenches really to 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 stay in, and um, that's what yeah they need to improve on from from last year I think. I think any team can do well when you have got the best wide receiver in the league. That's uh, <laughs> if you've got great players but make great plays at the great times, then yeah, I think you're going to do okay. So I, I, but as my partner's Vikings fans say, you know I do take a little bit of an interest in where they're going. <laughs> so Johnny, yet to talk about either Adam. Uh, Adams, uh, Green Bay Packers, uh, or you get to talk about, well, I'm not going to say Andrew Chicago Bears because he's a New York Giants fan, but it's basically his second team these days because of one Justin Fields. So either way, you're going to either annoy or, or, or <laughs> make, well, probably annoy one of them. I know, I can guarantee it because one of them will have something to criticize <laughs> about each of them teams. Uh, I, th- I well, I think I will take a bit of gloating and um, talk a bit about the Packers. Obviously, um, Adam um, um, Aaron Rodgers has now left to join my New York Jets, which is which is brilliant and has completely revolutionised how fans are thinking in New York. Um, but um, but yeah, the Packers. I think just going into the unknown in 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 twenty twenty three. You know, there's been a lot of chat about how Aaron Rodgers took over from, from Brett Favre. Um, you know, he was at, you know, had a losing season, but the season before was a very strong Green Bay team who I think got to the NFC Championship. You know, this is Jordan loves coming into a team which has a, a lot of holes and was was really poor last year. Um, I think across all all sections of the um, um, all section of the roster and. There's been a little bit of noise. Again, you can't buy into any of the the, the off season sort of rumours um, that are coming out of training camp. A lot of them, I think, uh, um, you know, total um, total media sort of um, uh, sort of tactics. But you know, there's there's been Jordan Love hasn't been performing as as well as um, uh, the Packers would have hoped so far over camp. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing how he gets on. Just to you know, because we haven't seen um, that much of him since he was drafted three years ago. 
Um, so yeah, it's 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 a really intriguing one for the Packers this year. Um, um, what else? Yeah, yeah, you know they they have got the young pieces on on wide receiver. I think Christian Watson could become a real stud. Um, Romeo Dobbs as well, um, who was taken late uh, last year. Uh, but yeah, this I think it's the defense um, that was that really struggled last year. We know how how many big names um, they have. Like like other teams mentioned the Browns and that, you know mm. how many big names they have. The, we saw that the the the, the Packers defense uh, really struggled last year, and I think um, I know that um, um, Rashawn Gary um, was injured for a lot of last year, and, and uh, from what, I, what from what I've read and what I saw, um, that really uh, you know his his loss um, um, sort of translated into you know the um, uh, the, the 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 defense struggling as such so i think it really depends on on, on whether they can get him back uh, early this year um but yeah i think this this team is loaded on defense and the um you know joe barry the, the defensive coordinator if you can get everything clicking um then that'll make the life of of uh, jordan love just 10 times easier uh, but yeah it could be it could be a, a bit of a struggle but who knows let's see do you think do you think sky that it's it's I don't know how to put this. Um, it, it, it's really, it's not going to be a negative if Packers do badly this season. If actually it, it could be one of them where this, let's just risk it this season. Let's just see what we have. Let's just see what we have in this team. Because if, we, if John Love's not the guy, you go into next draft with two very good quarterbacks coming up. Um, you know, you've got a lot of young players that you can sort of cut loose a little bit and try some new things. Um, do you think this is... Just a, a season that you could write off theoretically if you wanted to try some things. I think they can try some things and still have a good chance of success simply because of Lafleur's record over four years. Mm-hmm. I had a look, he's got 47 wins and 19 losses. Now, I know a lot of people put that to Aaron Rodgers, but I don't, you know, they always, always question marks around how the Packers wouldn't add people in free agency and how they were lacking weapons other than, you know, it was always Devante Adams only, maybe a, a bit of Randall Cobb and they would never go and get a tight end and they just don't make splashes. Right. And I think mm. when you spoke about there, about them having a year where they can sort of see how things work out, they've got Watson, they've got Romeo Dobbs. I mean, Johnny's touched upon the defense. They could probably argue for one of the best pass rushing trios now in the NFC with Gary Preston Smith and just drafting Van Ness. So mm. I think they can just open up, the playbook on both sides of the ball and see what happens. Like you said, if it doesn't work out, then um, they're in a good position with next year's draft. And I think even if they have a losing season, but Jordan Love shows some signs of development, they at least know they've got a quarterback of the future and it can add to the pieces in the draft through other, uh, in other positions and other means. So um, I think they can still be quietly optimistic. I don't, I wouldn't say the Packers are going to have a bad season. They just obviously need to adjust to this Aaron post Aaron Rodgers era. Post Aaron Rodgers era. Some thought, some people never thought they'd see the day, eh, Johnny? Um, well, with Sky, you've got to talk about the Bears. I mean, you've got to keep Justin Fields in your good books, else Andrew, uh, one of our <laughs> co-hosts and uh, <laughs> presenter of the Franchise Tag Fantasy Show and involved in the betting show as well. He's going to be very upset with you if you don't big up the Fields here. I'm a big fan of Fields, mainly because he's been on my fantasy team last year and he <laughs> carried me some weeks, so that helps. I like. I think I should start. I've always seemed to lean towards talking about the offense, but I think the Bears really made a big statement when they went and got Tremaine Edmonds and uh, TJ Edwards. I think that showed. Oh, like they know there's an opportunity here in the division, right? 
And then they went and traded for DJ Moore. So I was like, oh, now they're getting a top receiver to go with Justin Fields. And I think that really sort of showed how the Bears are thinking in the long run, something which they haven't done in, in years before. Um, they've also obviously got Foreman and Roshan Johnson now coming in at running back now that Montgomery's gone to the Lions. Uh, people talk about the rookie Tyler Scott, the receiver, saying that, you know, he could be a breakout star as well. So they're probably, they've got a lot of their own young players, but I think where the, this is the difference in expectations, right? The Packers has been good for so long, winning so often that as soon as they drop off a bit, people are, oh, are they going to do great? I mean, the Bears were arguably one of the worst teams because what, they had four wins last year. Um, but they have a chance to really propel themselves up. And I think Justin Fields, in terms of talking him up, I think it could have a Jalen Hurts type sort of arc in terms of where he reaches this season. I think that if the offense really does open up, that's sort of where we could see him at. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting. I, I think I've talked them up. I've hyped them up, right? I think I've hyped the best up pretty well. <laughs> I, I love the whole he can have a Jalen Hurts arc. I, I think that, uh, I mean, I don't know what you've been hearing, Johnny, about how people feel about Fields, <coughs> but everyone that I've spoken about has gone, yeah, well, we'll need to find out if he can throw. No one has ever said he couldn't throw. Like, no one has ever said that. This is not Lamar here. This is not what Lamar that came in who, like, theoretically couldn't throw the ball, should be a running back. People have seen Fields throw bombs last year and in college. He can throw, right? I mean, I don't get the... I, I completely agree with Sky. How do you feel about the comments there? Yeah, absolutely. Completely agree. I really like the, the Jalen Hurts um, analogy uh, comparison. You know, the the Bears front office must, must have huge confidence um, in fields, given, you know, how quickly since they've, they've drafted him and he's, he's not developed into, you know, the full package yet. We saw really good glimpse of it um, uh, last year. Um, but yeah, just needs to develop as a passer. But they've, they've gone out and, you know, obviously on defence, you know, the names that um, uh, Sky mentioned, Edmonds, um, Edwards, um, but, you know, they've loaded the offensive line as well. Nick Davis, uh, Donna Wright, they took in the, um, uh, the, the first round of the draft as well. Um, yeah, they're, they're really going after it so so early because yeah, like you say, they they, they mm. can sense an opportunity that this is going to be a wide open division. And um, you know, I think bringing in BJ Moore in in the trade with the Panthers for that uh, first first overall pick, uh, you know, he could hold the the the, the big key to unlock uh, Justin Fields. I've always thought he's one of the most underrated receivers in the league, perhaps because he's not necessarily played um, with. Um, you know, a high-profile uh, elite quarterback, um, and he's been on a you know a team that has struggled over the last couple of years. Um, if if they can find a partnership, then you know that's that's only going to help uh, Justin Fields, um, and you know help him get to the next stage. So, yeah, really excited um, about the Bears this year. Um, it's, it's you know it's. Like, Sky said it said it perfectly. It's um you know it's it's so wide open this division. They can um I've not I've not properly looked at their their schedule, but um you know I could easily see them you know going um to to, to the Packers um to the Vikings and you know causing a bit of an upset. Um, it's just about you know making an improvement on on this um, on last year. I think for for the Bears. Um, um, I mean, what, you know, from from a neutral sort of perspective, um, they've got you know a lot of lot of money, a lot of picks in the future to you know really build. And 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 once you know Justin Fields is in that position, uh, they can they can make the leap. But really, really encouraging to see see all the business that they've done. 
yeah, all the best of them. Yeah, come on, the Bears. <laughs> hype, hype, hype. <laughs> I was going to say very quickly to finish up. Uh, <laughs> out of the, uh, you both have been on the hype train, haven't you? <laughs> out of, out of the NFC North and the <laughs> NFC North. <laughs> well, out, of, out of both divisions, uh, Johnny, um, which team would you say you are the most excited to see this season? Um, that's a tricky one. Um, I, I mean, I, I was big on the Steelers earlier, but I think, I think the, the the Lions are the most I'm excited to see because I think there is the most. Um, no, they have the biggest point to prove. I feel um, out of any of the any of the teams really. Um, same with the Browns as well. I think it's you know a, a big year for them, and I'd, I'd love to see the you know their their defense and their superstars uh, come out and you know really make a name for themselves in, in the North. So I think there are a few teams. I think you know all these teams that we've we've talked about have had such um, you know so many changes. I think over there's not one I don't think that is that hasn't had a quiet off season or is, you know, a team preparing to um, tank is in, you know, outside of its sort of championship window. These are all teams that are either there or getting there um, because, you know, they have such, you know, good, good prospects. So yeah, I'll go with the Lions. Um, but yeah, going to be, gonna be ex another exciting year for these two divisions. What about you, Scott? Which team you most looking forward to seeing play? Um, this is tough. I don't, I don't know. I feel, like, I feel like I've hyped them all up other than your Steelers. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah. No, I don't worry. I'll remember that. Don't worry. Right. Okay. Um, I think... I think the Bears, right? We spoke about them a lot. I, I think I'm excited just to see. But, I mean, the, the Lions are number one because everyone seems to be, you know, they love Dan Campbell. They love this young team. But I think that division is just intriguing because it, I think whoever... Even if the Packers do well now, it's a good story. If the Vikings do, everyone will be like, oh, you know, Kirk Cousins so cool because of that show. Um, and then you've got the Lions and Bears as well. So I think all of them. But I would say the Bears um, from NFC North and then from as much as the Patriots and Ravens have a, a rivalry, I'm intrigued to see if they can finally make some noise if Lamar's healthy. I think I would like to see him be healthy for a full year and just see how they get on. So um, I'm excited to see what they can do if they finally open that offence up and sort of let him air it out. So I think that'd be exciting to watch. Well, thank you, Sky. Thank you, Johnny, for both coming on this evening. We will be returning week on week throughout the whole of the NFL season. It may, it's pretty much hopefully going to be this time every week, but you know, as the season goes by and things happen, you know, times may change, but I'm sure we'll, we'll, try and be as frequent as we can week on week. We'll, we'll be having the NFL betting show also returning on a new day as well, I believe, but that is to be announced. And we are also bringing back the NFL fantasy football show as well. We've had loads of content over the summer. We've been incredibly lucky. We'd like to thank all the people that have hosted the events and the people we've interviewed. Um, we've, we've really seen our numbers skyrocketing, things like YouTube, Twitter's doing, they're doing fantastic as well. So thank you all of you for the ongoing support. And if you want to check out any of that content, please go to our YouTube page or any of our social media channels that have the links there. And it will show you all our content we've done in the summer and all our, of our content that is coming throughout the NFL season. Um, thank you again for your continued support through the summer. Uh, it has been a long summer. The NFL now is only around the corner. We'll see you again next week. <laughs>